we bow down in prayer? Bow our heads in prayer. And God said, Let there be a light. And there was light. Father, may you lighten our hearts to know you. From the darkest areas of the world, give us light. From the hard times of Nigeria, our environment and the world at large, let there be light. That your name be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Good morning, everybody. Morning, church. I take time to greet every member of this church on this Advent Sunday. Liturgically, we can say Happy New Year. I thank the officials of the church, the men in the chancel, Professor Kalanusiem Nandi Ozonine, that has given this opportunity for me to be used to speak to us. God will bless us and make His word get into our heart in the name of Jesus. Today is Advent Sunday. What is Advent? In the church calendar, we have four liturgical sessions or seasons. This is Advent. Advent is the beginning of the church liturgical calendar year. And there are four Sundays in Advent. Once you hear Advent, we are preparing for the coming of Jesus Christ. The second coming. He had come. And he promised he was going to come. So Advent heralds the coming. And when we hear Advent, we are prepared for Christmas. There are four Sundays in Advent. And you prepare for Christmas. In Advent, Advent is full of expectation, arrival, or coming. And like the team says, prepare to meet your God. Get prepared. You have been told He is coming. Like in our various fields of endeavor, as a student, at various levels, you prepare for a D-Day. When we are having our prayer, we pray for people who are having their exam. It didn't come impromptu. Nobody starts the lectures today. I have an exam today. You are being prepared. So Advent is preparing us for the coming of the Son of God. The second coming. Advent is from Latin word. 
Adventus, which means coming. And if we know that Christ is coming, what do we do? We should get prepared. Prepare to meet your God. I would like the the God's love there to help us project SS and S162. Let's see one or two verses in that hymn, SS and S162. The choir will help us. Christ is coming. Let creation. I would have preferred Christ is coming. Let creation. Thank you. I want us to sing this song meditatively. The Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 24. I want us to open Matthew, chapter 24. In Matthew, chapter 24, we concentrate on 36 through 44. But if you take a look, to the beginning of Matthew 24, a question was asked to Jesus when he told him that this temple you see tomorrow, a day that will come when no stone will be left one on top of the other. Very magnificent building. Temple everybody has been 
something is good, well done. He said, one day, a day will come when one stone will not be on top of the other. Which means it's going to be demolished. And the disciples, they were terrified with this. They came to him at Mount Olives and asked the question privately. Lord, when will these things be? And what is the sign? And we now get to that 36 to see his answer. Matthew 24, 36. Can anybody read? 36. Yes. Not even the angels of heaven, but my father only. But as the day of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. Thank you. No one knows about the day or hour, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but the Father. No one knows. Which means it will come as a surprise. It will come suddenly. It will take a lot of people unawares. If we know this beforehand, then what is supposed of us to prepare, to get ready? If you have an exam and you know the date of your exam, for adventure, the day is coming near, you get to the notice board and uh, you see the timetable. In the universities, all social activities, they come to a halt. All group activities, once it's exam period, they come to halt. No matter what. Emphasis is based on preparing for the exam. Advent, preparing, get ready, he will come. He has said it. He has promised, he will never fail. I know, Lord, I will follow He has promised, he Coming back again, my Lord is coming back again. He went away and promised us he's coming. 
Acts of the Apostles chapter 1 verse 10 says Let's start from 9 And he said this, he was taken up After he had said this He was taken up before their eyes And the cloud hid him from their eyes They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going When suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them 11. Men of Galilee They said Why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven Will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven This is God's word Whether we want to believe it or not It is not subject to your reasoning He must come back again and if we know he will surely come back again Where will he meet you? Brethren, Christian brother and sister Where will he meet us? Myself speaking and you listening With all reasons we will give It will not be acceptable Except he found you, you are found working for him, being his son, according to his standard, not your own standard. According to the biblical standard, we have a lot of liturgical confusions today. Everybody gets up and puts his own. They call it Pentecostalism. They call it uh, whatever name. But the standard is one. Except he find you working for him. Except he finds you doing the master's wish. Undiluted. It will be terrible. The song we sang, Christ is coming. Let creation from their groan, from their travail. The chorus says, Christ is coming. Christ is coming. I do know, even though I'm not an English, I didn't study English as a course. But when a matter is said repeatedly, it is for emphasis. I'm an industrial designer, I'm an artist. And when we make designs, there are ways we lay emphasis on design. You could make it bold. The particular word or phrase you want to emphasize, you make it bolder than the other ones. You give it more space so that nothing gets clustered with it. You can print it in red, shiny colors, or in yellow. You can put it in parentheses. You can underline it. You can repeat it. Repetition. In music, we talk about repetition. Ndi ibo se na obi dalon dana abo makonye gini. Unye nti ike. 
Christ is coming. Christ is coming. Emphasis. It does not depend whether you want him to come or not. And the Bible tells us, Nobody knows. Christ himself did not know. The angels did not know. But he must surely come. He must surely come. Because he more referred than the Bible now they miss you. How do we prepare? How do we prepare for that coming? Prepare means to get ready beforehand. To get ready for an action, for an occasion, for the arrival of a big person or a thing beforehand. Make conscious efforts. Luke 12. Let's go to Luke chapter 12, verse 35 through 37. 12, 35 through 37. He says, Be dressed ready for service and keep your lamps burning like men waiting for their master to return from a wedding banquet so that when he comes and knocks, they can immediately open the door for him. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them watching when he comes. I tell you the truth. He will dress himself to serve. will have them recline at the table and will come and wait on them. Will he find us ready? Ready for the Lord shall come. What we read here in Luke 12 35. He said, Be ready. Do not be taken unawares. Be ready. I have told you beforehand. But I should have told you. The scripture is telling us he will surely come. He's giving us directives. What and what we should do. He says we should keep our lamp burning. We know the parable of the ten virgins. We should keep our lamp burning. How do we keep our lamp burning? What is our lamp? The Christ in you should be shining. You are the light of the world. This is what we have said in this church from January till today. You are the light of the world. If you want that light to be shining, every light has its source. A lot of do- job has been done on light in this and the shining of the light. This light shining, it has an energy. Something is propelling it to shine. When we talk of lamp, in various diverse ways, 
we may look at lamp from the candle the wax there is getting the candle burning the hurricane lamp mpanaka cannot burn if there's no oil our lantern today though diminishing in the homes we not burn if there's no paraffin there's no oil look at the thing we can still extend the lamp to the rechargeable we have today all manner of rechargeable we call it rechargeable if it's not charged that charging energizes it he said we should keep our lamp burning if the master that has gone away comes back at the hour you do not know it could be in the midnight it could be in the day he said happy are those or that servant he finds you let's not put it to them me myself i if he comes and knock organa akwaka na gate Most of us here drive home. Ibu here on pam amalugo nongi one. Two of us. The horn in your vehicle. There could be a thousand and one type of that vehicle, but once in Tegibulu na gate, ama nongi one abia. Am I communicating? The manner in which you press your horn. So when a person can come to that gate and press on, the people indoors knows it's not our gas on. And when you press your horn in your gate, and there's delay in opening that gate, something is happening inside. Two of us. Either they are not there, they are asleep, or they are trying to rearrange. They are trying to rearrange. Obrezioku, aha. And when you come in and see that the re- rearrangement is sudden, you will know. Orabegi, it's your house. They will dress this city room quickly. Then we delay opening that gate. But when you press the horn and they've done the assignments, they've cleaned the city room, they've done all the work. Immediately you press the they are waiting for that horn. They are waiting for that horn. Even at night, if you keep late in the night and you press the horn and they roll speedily know that all is well if your child goes to school and come back the day after and they will tell result today they will tell result today oh anata i see now give you with a scratch card after one week or so the temple has come down when we got when we were in school oh anata you did the result ginaka if it's good you get to be in the room Two of us, 
If he's bad, you need to do You call him Chidi. Where is your? Nobody needs to ask the result of a student that have done well. Nobody. If he has done well in the school, and dad is coming in or mom is coming in, the first thing okay, begin again. We go seek that result. You congratulate him, and so will it be when our master come. What result? What result will you show him? Can we can we have the the, the, the third stanza of that hymn, please? So that we know how prepared that Jesus was here is coming again. So let's see the third stanza of this. for help. But then, he's not coming in that status again. He is not coming. He'll come like a king. He will come to take you if you are prepared. To take me if I'm prepared. He's not coming to suffer any longer. He has done that for us. If he has done so much for you, for me. How do we repay? What do we do? In order to get ready. What do we do? What do we do? As of Apostles. Chapter 16. 
Acts of Apostles chapter 16 30 and 31 This is the story of Paul and Silas as they were put in prison for rebuking a girl a slave girl according to the Bible that was the people the people who owned that slave were using that slave to make money even though what she was saying seemed true but the motive so you have to examine carefully the motive behind everything you do especially in the circle of Christendom. What is the motive? It may look brilliant in the eyes of men, but in your interior, something is wrong. Okay, let's go from 29. The jailer called for light, rushed in, and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? That is the greatest question anybody can ask in the Advent season. In the season that Herod the coming, the second coming of Jesus Christ, can he find game to be saved? So that you look at yourself in the picture again, in the standard again, and weigh yourself in the balance to see if you are still there. You have not been there. Or you are going away from there. If you are not there at all, there's hope in the Advent season. This season of Advent, this year's season of Advent, ends in December 24th. Four Sundays to Christmas. Each of the Sundays has its own significance. What do we do? Since we know he is coming, since we are told that he will come at an hour, nobody knows. He will come unexpectedly. Since we know that he himself that will come does not even know the day, the hour he will come. They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. You and your household believe. Some other thinkers in the religious circle will say, is it ordinary belief? Yes, the first step is belief. The first step is belief. If you don't believe, all other things following falls away. But if you believe, every other thing following goes in place. Believe that Jesus Christ came for you to save you. Believe that you cannot by any means enter into the kingdom of God without following that route. The only door, the only way, the light that's the only everything follows if you are here and you just come to church for the sake that today is Sunday 
and we need to go to church. Come. Today is an acceptable day to the Lord. Believe. Believe he can do all things. Believe that your salvation is in his hand. Believe that the time he comes again to take like we said in the, uh, in the, in the same creed, the living and the dead. Some will go before he comes, but he will call you back. He can be a receipt. Some will be alive when he comes. But all of us must face, living or dead, the judgment of God. So the jailer, who wanted to kill himself, was restored. Come, we are here. We know the Bible passage. If we don't, we go back to that. Acts 16. And read the whole of that 16. The jailer knows what it means for that level of prisoners in his custody to have escaped. He can't face the consequence. So he rather wanted to take his life. That life was saved. If you know the consequence of not believing, what awaits you when Jesus comes? You rather, like the believer, like the jailer, believe. If you've been in the, in the military and you go to the war front, you have 40 bullets. 39 is for others. One is for 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 you. At a point when every hope is lost, when your group is conquered, when it is sure now that they will take you, they will still kill you, but the manner in which you will be killed is not known to you. The torture you will pass through, you can't comprehend that at all. So it's better you go before the enemy capture you. The time is now, not tomorrow. The time is now. Time to give your life to Jesus Christ. Time now, today, now. Since he's coming, you don't know. A lot of things happen today. Look at within the week. Our brother's there. Within the week. We were talking of full and his men. There. Home full and he. It's coming to the point that now almost all the roots How does he go? If Christ meets meet you in that condition of unbelief, 
what will happen? Dear brothers and sisters, dear children of God, He's coming at a time you do not expect. Come to him. Come to me. Jesus told us, come to me. All that are heavy laden, I will give you, I will give you rest. That is what Advent is calling us to do. Come. Can we have the last stanza of that hymn? As we prepare to pray, as I hand the mic over to the chancel, so that we will pray for whoever wants to come and enjoin all of us to come so that we will not miss that rapture, that train. There will be no second chance. There will be no receipt exam. There will be no, no follow-up, no excuses whatsoever. We must either queue in or fall out. the advent that is for you now. You want Jesus to come as master, as savior. You want this new beginning with God. Would you raise your hand? The church will pray with you. But most of all, the spirit of God will Enter into your hearts, making you a child of the living God. So pray along with me. You may be online, you may be in person. Lord Jesus, you came on this earth to die for my sins. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I am a sinner. I recognize my guilt. I do not want to continue in sin. Lord Jesus, my confidence for forgiveness 
before God is that you have paid the price with your precious blood. My expectation of acceptance is not from whatever I have done or what I can do, but that you have paid the price and you have said, come, that you will accept me. So Lord Jesus, I come to you. Come into my heart. Wash my sins. Be my Lord from today and my Savior. Thank you for receiving me. Thank you in the name of Jesus. Precious Redeemer, we thank you. We bless you for your goodness in our lives. We offer up ourselves to you as servants of righteousness, instruments of holiness, that you will use us, O God, to proclaim in this season the coming of the Lord Jesus, that the things that are happening, we will say, yes, they are happening. They are pointers that Jesus is coming soon. Don't you know that it's written in scriptures that we will be people that contextually bring men to the saving knowledge of Christ and not people who are overtaken by the events. Lord, help us to keep watch. Since we don't know the day or the hour, help us that our lives will ever be ready for the coming of Jesus by day by night, by wealth, by difficulties, and in all circumstances that our lives will proclaim and our mouths will confess the Lordship of Jesus and his coming again in glory. Thank you, Lord, as you do this. Thank you for your Son, whom you have used to bring forth this clear message. Let your anointing be upon him in power in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for those who ask Jesus into their hearts. Let there be the witness of the Spirit with their spirits that now they are the children of God. Thank you for those that did it in choir on Friday as well as on Saturday. Cause that, Lord, they with us will be strengthened and made people that are ready for the coming of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.